This is the Mindcrack Podcast, episode 121. Welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for the right payments API, check out the Braintree V.0 SDK. With one simple integration, your customers get every way to pay. To learn more and try out the sandbox, go to braintreepayments.com slash Minecraft. This week on the podcast, we have Good. Hi. We have Nebris. I'm totally waving my hands right now. <laughs> With golden apples in them, no less. And mm-hmm. we have Vex. Hi, guys. Vex here. Yay. I'm also waving my hands, but I, I'll get a webcam sometime. One yeah. of these days, we'll get webcams. Yeah, I, pro- I actually promise to. I will do a face reveal one day. I promise to. But it is not that day. What if, what if something bad happens and you never get to do a face reveal? Can I have well, your then, permission just, to come to your funeral and take a picture? And take a photo face. of your dead body and then do face <laughs> reveal? Uh, sure. If you you're that. B- oh, I'm into that. <laughs> You'd be cool. Well, we were just looking at face the picture of you in bed with, uh, who was it? Was it MC in bed with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you oh. licking his nipple? I don't remember. I was. Yeah, that was, I took that photo. Was the of all of Yeah, it was the blue hair. It's really good. Nipples yeah. were very prominent, I thought. They really it was cold that day in the hotel. Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'll just let you think about that while Gooch's chews on that spoon. <laughs> Welcome to the Minecraft podcast. We hope you're enjoying your stay. Please stick around for future times and we'll go over more things. I find out the podcast is funnier when like, I actively don't try to... <laughs> steer it in any direction. Nipple, 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 nipple. I think that's nipple. how all things work, really. Yeah. Nipple, nipple. Yeah. Unplanned nipple. things go best. We learned that at PAX Prime. PAX Prime was like the best convention. It really was. It was really good. And what's funny is you and I were all both almost canceled like last minute and didn't go. I know. And then when we got there, we were so like salty about the whole thing. We're like, we're not doing anything. This is going to be the worst convention <laughs> ever. And then it ended up being like the best convention. Like we got more work done. We got more hangout time. Like it was weird. You should have gone, Nebris and Vex. Okay. When you can start coming to conventions, Vex. After I show my face. But you'll be you dead. Then I'll I know, right? No. <laughs> we can just, it'll be weekend at Bernie's convention style. But- <laughs> <laughs> just have my body come down on a marionette. Just like. Yeah. Somebody controlling me. Stick puppets. We'll hire someone from Jim Henson's studio to work your arms. No, no, no. I know who I want. I want... um... You have a a puppeteer in mind. (laughs) This is in your will. I want... um, Like, just get my head and, like, Nebris' head and get um, Jeff Dunham to come in. Oh, gosh. Uh, Do the, the, like, ventriloquism on our head. That'll be great. Yeah. I forget where Wait, I was. I'm not dead. It's, just, it's a hypothetical, Nebris. Just no, 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 no. I'm not dead. I, I don't die. That's, that's oh. sort of my thing. Uh, you sure as died last UHC when, you know, Seth killed you. Seth was cheating. Shot your ass so full of arrows. It looked like a pincushion. You, you boromeared yourself, dude. What happened? I am so surprised you didn't kill me immediately. I, I I probably should have, but yeah. I, I really wanted to kill Seth. 
<laughs> you really wanted to kill Seth. Because you were right next to me. And they were like, watch out, he's right there. And I like ran well, off one, and then turned around and you were blocked. First bucket. I, yeah. I wanted to put it so far in front of you that I couldn't fail because of latency again, but I never got that opportunity until they saw. And then it was like, okay, well, I guess they all three of you guys know where I am. Switch to Bo and see what I can do to Vex. Yeah. Spoiler alerts, by the way. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert for UHC that's now over. <laughs> Um, I mean, a lot of people may not have finished it yet. But yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I assume they, by the time they get around to this podcast, they'll have seen UHC. And if not, oh well, spoilers. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. This was a good UHC, I think. Yeah, I enjoyed I it. really liked the fact that the environment hurt people and killed people. Like, yeah. That's a new. That, that, that was missing. Wow. That was missing. So I played a 1.9 UHC and the environment was horrendous you UHC cheating on us it, uh, <laughs> it was with my sub server it's not my segue actually right Chad is this a good segue sure, for we could do that yeah totally <clears throat> totally um, so why were you getting your ass handed to you on point nine? Does it have something to do with these snapshots that we could maybe talk about yeah I mean well the the thing is is the environment was we lost 19 players or 12 players or something like that Mo, over half the players to pve it was multiple simultaneous players multiple players it, the the skeletons are a lot worse the mob <sighs> spawn rates are up it's like they've finally figured out like Everywhere that there are players, mobs will spawn. Like no one was like, "Oh, this is an, a great caving experience." And then the fact that you <laughs> you have to have your shield in order to block, which is super, which is really effective. I got in a fight with a skeleton, and like it was so intense. Like I think he's gonna throw the bow. Like throw up my shield, and like I move super slow, and then he fires and it hits the shield. And like I didn't have any armor at that point, so it was like it has to hit the shield. Otherwise, like I'm gonna die. Do you take damage if it hits the shield. Like, no, uh, I haven't you, it all with these you snapshots. Can but but the shield takes most of most of it. Um, like a lot. It's, it's like uh, for the viewers, real quick. What's the crafting recipe for the shield right now? Because they keep changing it. Yeah, it's like a. A Y with a with a piece of um, iron at the at the a top. Wooden y. A wooden, a wooden y. y. Yeah, they got rid of the, the wool because that. Yes, Dang. that made me butt hurt. I was mad about that. Like, yeah. who makes who makes a what? shield out of that? Like who? Well, like, yeah, but it's got it's got, um, it's got a banner. That's what they want for, you know, that's what the wool's there to I represent. The banner think that you don't need the banner to. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not even going to stop. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna go consult your memory? Yes. <clears throat> Please, memory, tell me how this works out. Because <laughs> I, because before, it, it, whatever wool color you chose was what you had to have the banner color to be. So if you made it out of black wool, you couldn't use a white base banner on, uh, on yeah, on your uh, shield. I think that's just one of those silly restrictions that doesn't really need to exactly. be in there. It's probably in there because of the way it's coded. Exactly. I just wanted like you could like I thought the wool requirement was stupid. I was like, why can't we just have a normal shield with no banner 
and that sort of a normal wooden iron recipe, and then just have a banner shield as a separate item that has the dumb banner on it. That's I just it feel like it should be a shield, and then you place the banner in it. And yes, that's shield. simple and easy and not stupid. I like the wool because I was thinking about UHC, and that makes it difficult to craft. You have to find sheep. Uh, yeah, now, it, now it's just planks and, and ironing it. It's like it's yeah. basically required. Like everyone got a shield and then had it in their secondary slot the entire game. Is like, that is that the first thing you you use iron on? It should probably. be probably. Yeah, yeah, it's just one ingot. Right? Yeah, it's one ingot. Yeah, and it's and it's it's really effective against like everything, and you can block. Even if you have like a torch in your hand. I wish that um, they would make it where whenever it's being held and not held up, that it's got some kind of transparency. I don't know how much CPU rendering that would take and all that, but it takes up too much of the screen property for me. I got used to it. Well, at least that's a downside to it because it does sound like it's going to be really needed as far as meta for uhc for uhc at least i mean you, you got to have your shield yeah well can you just like spam block like sort of use it so you can see through it like if you're just spamming the block button it'll go up and down and you can see through it that way i'm just talking about whenever you're just holding the damn thing have you have you not made one on our serp oh wait. i have i have yet to play on the new snapshots um, I'm sort of dating I myself just one. did before the podcast to Fresh yeah. so those skeletons by the way are nasty i got chased up a tree by like four skeletons and i know and i mean i was like I sitting in the tree and they kept pacing around like strafing and sh- p- taking pot shots at me. i was like this is fun like <laughs> yeah. Shang actually made the game fun no, and it really was challenging like, my one like super hair raising skeleton fight was the most like fun battle i've had against pve in a long time because it was like I want to, I'm going to try to attack him and, and your sword is a lot slower. So you're like attack shield, uh, like hope. And then he hit it and then it was like, bring it back. But then I have to wait for my, my sword to come up. So I can't just like immediately spam. And that whole time I'm like calculating how, how long until he shoots another arrow at me and then you hit him and then shield again, you know, I mean, it was, it was like a dance of like, trying to accomplish you know killing this and the whole time he's walking at you and i mean it was it was intense sounds exciting it really was it really was um um and like figuring out the timing like remembering and and you know the timing of when they shoot the arrow isn't the same based off of you know how close you are so you get up close to hit him with a with a uh a a sword and I didn't have a bow at that point. Like it was, it was fun. It was really fun. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to 1.9, uh, combat, uh, me too. UHC. I'm looking forward to getting back into, uh, mapping for 1.9. This is what I've been waiting on is the combat update to resume mapping. What effects do you think it's going to have on the map design? I've been really hoping for smarter enemies so that I don't have to spam them. This is something I was getting really tired on previous maps. I felt like to do anything to the player, especially late game once they have armor and potions, I had to just spam monsters at them. And I really didn't like doing it, but it's like, well, what else? I mean, I can either make some like, I mean, you can make one powerful monster that just is a damage 
sponge and hits you super hard. But I felt that was kind of unfair. Like nobody wants to get hit for half their life and full diamond armor from like a super zombie. So uh, I'm really looking forward to scaling back resource levels and letting just the monster AI be part of the challenge. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm. And the fact, oh, and the fact that axes are like a weapon type that people would actually use now for things. I've always favored axes in RPGs, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm trying to like n- figure out the difference in mobs between like I remember when I was really into Halo, and, and you would know the difference between one type of enemy and another. And I feel like Minecraft doesn't really have that, and that is kind of what you're talking about. Like, if you want a big difference, yeah. Like the the monsters are you don't need to like Halo didn't quite spam stuff at you. They just had no. some like you know the grunts would do their thing. Exactly. The elites behave one way. The jackals behave. Oh, Fucking jackals. Guard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. Like, and that made it interesting. I'm trying to think if there's a way to pull that same thing off in Minecraft. Are you talking about like from a distance, like immediately the silhouettes? Because Halo did Halo and TF2 are great examples of like the silhouette of an enemy is very recognizable. Yeah. Like everybody knows what a heavy silhouette from TF2 looks like. Right. That's good. That's good game design. Right, but Minecraft, Minecraft is like, uh, well, it's a skeleton. Well, there's a, there's a thing the, over there. The black skeleton zombie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the spiders and creepers are pretty unique. But yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. But I mean, it could also be a player or a skeleton. Like the only difference between a zombie and a player is his arms. And so if he's not looking at you, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, is there anything else you were you uh, were looking at UHC ideas? Is there any other yes. ideas for UHC coming up? Yeah, well, okay. What so the fan about good nothing. I don't even know. Don't Why worry about do you it. have a finger separator toe? I bought them. I, I, they've not been on anyone's foot. It's weird that you know what this is actually though. I bought it because I was trying. I'm trying. To, I've been buying different things trying to figure a good way to uh, manage your my nails. Core. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Oh, well, that, sorry. No, manage my uh, cord management's why I bought it. I was thinking I could like. Yeah, uh, that's you really think smart. To, like search for a cord management tool instead of I've, a finger. I thing? bought like thirty. I should be doing review videos on cord management tools right now because along with me purchasing this new bag, I bought a bunch of different things to try to work out better cord organization for within my bag. And uh, you know what's actually funny? If you, I was just realized if you hold it like this, it becomes like a little guy. <laughs> You should uh, craft those and then go to, um, you know, Etsy. Put it on Etsy. (laughs) Put those on Etsy. I think that you'd be great at flea markets. I would. I should. I can can paint this. I can put like a little G right there. Put googly eyes on it and you're done. Let me like this. I'll hold your feet apart. (laughs) <laughs> fantastic I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna let that one sit there yeah it's quite nice, it's quite nice. Hmm. um sorry i interrupted you vex uhc ideas oh right yeah um uh <sighs> i was thinking of how to work nipples into this discussion again but i, I can't um because i like i like that and every time you get hurt <laughs> ah! <laughs> so okay chad officially wants us to wear um shocking 
nipple clamps nipple on our nipple. All we play, we see it. Every time we take damage, we get shocked in our nipples. Dude, why are you so there, jumping okay, on that cactus? Idea. So that's what? on the table. Of why are you yeah, jumping why? on that cactus? Why are you hugging <laughs> that cactus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm almost there, and I'm dead. How do I fall? <laughs> All right, so the first fan idea is, is Halloween is coming up, and they want Eternal Night. Is that too far from? I, I think maybe on these ideas we should we should say we should tear them apart and say, are they too far from vanilla to be implemented, or is that something we could? Yeah, or like what's the issue? Like, so we will take a personal no fans for giving yeah. us these ideas and us crapping all over. But yeah. So Eternal uh, Night, is that something for Halloween? Eternal Night is, that I think we're all thinking of dark. is it makes caving super easy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. mobs are on top instead of... So caving is easier, and nobody wants to go to the surface because it's poopy up there, right? Yeah, you'd so have people stay underground their until they're the whole totally... Game. Yeah, until they're enchanted. Everything. He's going to throw another cat plushie at me. Right. God. Well, I think if, if you get to the right time of, of dusk or dawn... To where nothing can spawn unless there's a shadow, like yeah, like right under the shadow. Tree. Yeah, yeah. I did that for a map I was working on. I stopped daytime at like a pre- very precise tick where it was like dusk, but no monsters would spawn. It's yeah. like thir- the time you have to set the time for like thirteen, seven, eleven, and something, and then you'll basically it'll be it'll look like nighttime, but nothing spawns on the surface unless it's in a shadow. So it's pretty cool. Well, when we did that eternal dust, it was like that, right? Like it wouldn't spawn unless it was under a thing, right? I, well, I don't, I don't know how you guys did that, but were you not there? Oh, I was there. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't do it. No, I know. No, no. I mean, we just set the time. It was like I don't know what time it was. Yeah, it was, I, 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 I remember that being a fun UHC. Was that one of the ones I won? <laughs> which, which which one was that? Eighteen. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't remember. It wasn't eighteen, was it? 18 was, was, what was it? It was 18, the two big teams. No, no, that was 19. Uh, 18 was the enchanting table one. I don't remember 18 you very well. With, yeah. You egged someone off a cliff. Yeah. I don't remember that too well. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I don't know <laughs> if that actually happened or anything. Uh, of course it did. Yeah. No one knows anything. But was that the Eternal Dusk? I don't remember that being a part of it. I don't remember. I don't think it was. I don't know. Oh, well, anyway. So Eternal Dusk is something that's plausible for us to do, I guess, because it doesn't really change the game other than, you know. I think Eternal Night would uh, would result in not as good videos, honestly, sadly. Yeah. Not, not Eternal Night. Like, this is like a fun game and stuff, but I think it would suck in the end. Well, no, not not Eternal Night where stuff spawns, but Eternal but Dusk where doesn't spawn. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a suggestion. So that's poopy. That's a poopy suggestion. I don't like it. Moving on. Birds. Next suggestion. Uh, suggestion. Players dropping golden apples, basically, when they die. So that you get something for killing someone because, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, people seem to agree with this one because it's like you take a big risk killing somebody and you don't really get much from it, especially early game. Yeah. And I, I definitely see their point. I could I could swing for that, I think. Is there any way to detect if another team kills a team member? Because that would encourage, oh, you're down a whole bunch. And instead of working to get you up, I'd rather just kill you. That's what I did to Packrat. Right. Yeah. 
So I don't think anyone is cruel or evil enough to do that to one of their teammates. I would do that. Except he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to I, I, actually, I killed the man. I don't think it's advantageous. Uh, you'd much rather have another teammate who could flank and possibly drop lava on someone. Yeah, I worked Two really people. hard to keep Seth alive to get him healed back up, and I think that was a good call. Two I think it depends on what, what part of the game it is, honestly. But why couldn't you just detect if it was another team member instead of your own team member? And then yeah, just turn that on. You could. So it's another team exactly. member has to kill. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, there's the golden head option that uh, a lot of guys do at the ultra hardcore uh, scene. That I think makes more sense than the players dropping a golden apple than dropping the Actually, head. this suggestion was a golden head, but oh. I said oh, yeah. golden apple for most more people to understand it. What, what's right. a golden head do? Golden head is a player. When the players die, they drop a head, and uh, you can surround the head with gold as, as you do an apple, and you get four hearts from it instead of two. Oh, you eat the head. Yeah, you eat the head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's kind of brutal. Okay. <laughs> well, what's been happening in, in many of the last few UHCs is uh, people converge at the center after they get geared up, and there's just battle after battle. And every, every time after the battle, that the team that won is weak, and then another team comes and beats that team. Yeah. And that team's weak. And it, it just seems like the last person to the battle has often Clean been the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless if like person. there's yeah I mean I always hope that there's loot inside of the car- carcass you know they have like a few <laughs> more pieces of gold which allows you to make that final thing right for me one of my favorite things always about UHC is just how it's vanilla um, I think a lot of people can relate to that and so whenever you start going too far away from it it takes away from the game to some degree right so we've always changed it. We've never had a, a, the same season, really. Even whenever we've done the throwbacks, they, they're slightly different, right? Yeah. I'm not really sure yeah. if that's true or not. But I think it's true. We've always had these minor changes that have always really refreshed what we do. So it's not the same thing every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hit and miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. You never know what's going to be good or what's going to be bad. Chad, how long is this podcast? Uh, an hour and something. All right. Let's just, just let me know if I need to run through these suggestions or if we can take our time and talk about them. Uh, let's do two more. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one, I'm just like, nah, dog. Uh, fans choose the teams. Nah, dog. Didn't we already? Uh, we did that. Yeah. We did that. We didn't let yeah. them know how they, they. We didn't let them know they were choosing the teams. But what we did is we let them vote on their favorite players for UHC, and then we paired. Actually, yeah, they didn't get to choose the teams. We let them vote on their favorite players for UHC, and then we paired the num- their favorite with the least favorite. Right. I see. So bright right then. Yeah. But, I mean, let like give players a list and like let them just vote yeah. people in teams. I mean, It'd be so predictable. A, yeah, we have a question about teams later on and Ask Craig. Um, yeah. My, my gut is that that would not work out that well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next one. Um, I mean, there'd probably be one team that was really overpowered, right? Yeah. Or one team that's like all the big subscriber channels, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Uh, next one is uh, hiding the health bars on the tab scoreboard. We so you don't that. know. Yeah. Yeah, we did My that. My 1.9 was like, no. Wait, didn't we? Wasn't the one that we just did like that? 
That's what yeah. I said. We just did that. Sorry. I didn't like it. I thought you said we had done that. Yeah. Mm. You didn't like it? I liked it a lot, actually. I, yeah, I, I, I think wanted I, to know my own team's health better without asking them, without feeling like mm. a jerk or like, so what, what's your health out again? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I like to comment on how I think other people are doing. It's like, oh, these guys are really low. They're the they're the, the blood right. the water team. But it's kind of interesting going into these battles without that information as well. Yeah, yeah I'll actually like not knowing because it, it is more interesting. I actually kind of liked not having the pings, the arrow pings, like not knowing for sure if you hit someone. It's just like you don't know. You don't know their health. You don't know if you hit them for sure. I didn't like hit. that part, actually. I think- I think okay. going back to that yeah, was that, very frustrating and it really made me appreciate the design that went into adding that. Like that was such a good, good move on their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really uh, enjoy the gratification of, oh, I got a hit. Woo. How about uh, the player's hearts are hidden. So you don't, you don't know how you much health you have. You don't even know how much health you have. Yeah. So you have to oh. guess to heal yourself and oh, guess how. Oh, that, that, would, yeah. that would suck. That you would just die. So like, scary. Oh, yeah, that would be really bad. That would be so much damage. More is so hard to estimate. Yeah, like you take fall damage, or you good. fall and you go, Ugh, and you're like, oh fuck, I probably just lost a heart. Meanwhile, you lost zero. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds scary. I don't want to do that. That scares me too much. <laughs> that would be insanely scary. We should do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds kind of crazy. Um, all right. Uh, how about free for all with the mumble plugin, but you can team up with other people, but it's still free for all. And at the end, you have to turn on each other because only one person can win. Hunger so it's games. Hunger Games. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. Anything that involves betrayal is probably going to be iffy. Yeah, I don't like I just don't like that concept for our group. Yeah, it works just, when you're strangers with everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't think anyone would ever turn on anyone. I mean, un- unless if like it was someone who just hadn't hung out with the other person a lot. Like everyone's going to be str- like, I was thinking about that. I want to do a big brother with Minecraft, but it would, it would be so crappy because we're all friends. <laughs> and so it'd be like, well, I don't, I don't want to vote you out. I don't want to vote you out. And it would either destroy friendships or be the l- least entertaining thing to watch. I think it'd be great. <laughs> would it not just completely destroy friendships? It would. Well, I don't. I well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think we make that kind of content already sometimes, where we go in and, like UHC, for example, we go the, in and murder each other. The problem you know? is, is that you have to like it is so personal when you're down to vote two people out. <clears throat> you have to pick your favorite, and that would just play mind games with whoever got voted out. Like, there's no way to take that not personally. Hmm. Whereas the other one, I mean, it's in the context of a game, though. It's not like yeah. the the winner of Big Brother here is now. You're not really my best friend, Chad. It, you thought that I was better friends with that. <laughs> Truth is, but you still, are. like, I'm playing but a game. And I think you that you're the best player, so I'm voting you out. Like, is it against the spirit of UHC to turn it into Hunger Games? Because why don't we just go play Hunger Games? You know. Like yeah. we could just go play Hunger Games on the Play Minecraft server at that point. I mean, that's I, what I keep saying. Like a lot of things yeah. that people point out basically make it yeah. a survival games thing. I'm like, well, why does it have to be called UHC? If you want to play survival games, just play survival games. Right. Yeah. This is where I sound like. This is where I sound exactly like good, and I agree. The like, only difference good. is that the health aspect is how health is True. is True. managed. 
that was is, is what I makes do like it, the idea of a free for all with the bubble plug in though. Yeah. Yeah, just stop with the teaming and the betrayals, but just a free for all with the moment plug in would be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I think uh, the problem there was there was some hair flaws with the mumble plug in that um, I didn't foresee before we did it, and it, uh, like people just not speaking at all. Um, yeah, I didn't expect people doing that. I thought people, everyone would kind of talk and uh, it, not it, wander around the surface quiet. Like, Ethan and I sneaking up on you and Etho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like we just didn't talk. Yeah, and we listened to you guys. It did make for good video in the end, though. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing was the fact that no one was able to configure their mumble the same. So you had these wide ranges of acceptable and unacceptable audio. And for whatever reason, as a group of 25 content creators, we can't seem to get our shit together and get that right. And so I think that's the biggest hurdle that has prevented us from having another mumble season is that people just can't get their shit together and make their audio worth the fuck. I don't know what's up with that because we had a screenshot and it's like you take that little bar. The thing is like everyone's like mic and stuff is going to be different. So the levels mm-hmm. and stuff are going to be slightly different. So it takes it takes a little bit of time and effort to really go in there and get everyone's levels the same and stuff. It, it, it would take a yeah. little like a meeting where everyone was actually there. We all got onto the server and we played with our audio levels and stuff. And it, it just it's, let's just be honest. It's never going to happen. Yeah, maybe and curse that's voice maybe the, is what we should. The fans use. don't think well, about. but curse voice doesn't have that functionality for the the distance. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, now there was a weird suggestion. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, this is the last one. All right, this is well. One was that the UHC is entirely underground. I think that's kind of cool and that's plausible. You know. I think a just, caving a fully like that's the, the kind of the idea of a custom map UHC. Yeah, but it would be vanilla terrain. We just paste the ground up higher, you know. Yeah, so, couldn't you just I, say it's like almost like a uh, what is it? Amplified terrain. Yeah, yeah, amplified terrain UHC. Something almost like that. difficult. This is like almost impossible to play. I, I just wanted to mention that one real quick. Uh, now the weird one is, and this is I don't think it's going to work. Because it says, and I apologize to the person if I'm reading it wrong, because it's kind of hoopty. We record the UHC, and then we release one person's perspective at a time until they die, switch to the person that, like, killed them, and go on like that until we get to the winner's perspective. And then, like, everybody releases theirs after that. And, like, it it might be kind of cool to be the viewer in that scenario, but it, it would ask a lot, I think of our group to coordinate that, you know, schedule of video releases. And again, like, I feel like a lot of people there, maybe the fan did not, when they were making the suggestion, they didn't think about this, but like, I think there's a lot of people that whose videos wouldn't get really viewed that much. Well, also people don't die in a linear fashion. No, they don't. So it's like that. I thought that was not a very well thought out idea. And so I'm going to tear that it's one apart. It's an interesting perspective. It's like, yes, it'd be interesting, interesting for a idea. TV show. I, I think yeah. retroactively, you could just go ahead and do that with any existing UHC yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, there's how many jumps? It. What's the most amount of jumps? And then just edit that together. Uh, yeah. There's nothing stopping a viewer from just watching that, you know, on their own. But uh, I mean, it was a big, big suggestion. I'm trying to find it in this list i have here yeah i think the difficulty with that is also like there's a uh, knowing how the medium is being recorded really changes 
how content is made. And if you assumed that after you killed, like you wouldn't know until after everyone had died what path you were going to edit together because you can't just say, well, we're going to start with a video. Well, like what happens if a video is the winner and he kills everyone and he never dies? Yeah, you'd have to, it'd have to be, you'd a have to, it'd have to be retroactive, right? Mm-hmm. But then yeah. you would never know when someone started watching your profile. So after you killed everyone, you'd be like, well, I, I don't know if now you're watching me or not, but if you are, I had to get a lot of gold and I had this issue. And then the next time you kill someone, I don't yeah. know if you're watching me or not. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty hoopty, right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It doesn't fit our format. Like yeah, our the report. medium would have to be, it'd have to be a TV show, basically. Where it was scripted. We should Ooh. totally, like, record, a, like, the first 20 minutes, release the video, read our YouTube comments, and go back and record the next 20 minutes. God. That would be... That's never going to happen, but no, but it'd be hilarious. Yeah, we'd have to keep getting everybody together. That's Did just you imagine never if there's a fight in the middle? Yeah. You'd have to basically like stop the server so nothing would happen. And then <laughs> as soon as I log on, it's like I got to start right. swinging it bad. So at 20 minutes, the server Lock shuts down, and that's the end of the video. Right? And then you come back two days later, and then the server turns on, and we all join as fast as we can and then start recording. That would make the YouTube comments interesting because it's like, oh, there's another team nearby that you don't know about, oh, but God, the yeah. watchers do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Nevers is trying to flank you. Check your right. Right. Or, hey, you, you missed that thing in that chest. Go back and get it. Yeah. Nevers, I want you to know I was the one that ran forward at Sev and Ari and drug Chad and Seth with me, behind me. Hmm. So had I not done that, you would have walked right up behind Seth and just had your way with him. Oh, I would have I would have done the naughtiest things to him. <laughs> yeah. That that we just kind of got lucky there. That I'm you so were, You were next, Chad. I, I I thought I was first, but apparently I wasn't. Uh moving on. <laughs> Apple did uh a big announcement. Anyone care? I did. Yeah, what I thought you did. Middle finger emoji. I thought you did. Uh, this is weird, no, I, I just put that middle finger emoji thing in there. So the one other thing is that they're adding the middle finger emoji to their emojis, which is not like a that. standard emoji. So they're adding the middle finger emoji. In. They're going out of their way to do this naughty thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. Apple, Apple cares about us. Yeah, yeah. Apple, Apple wants you to send the middle finger to someone. Mm-hmm. So but can I now? Can I? What happens when I send it to Sevenus since he uses Android? Does he not get the middle finger? Uh, it might just be a box if they don't support it. Man, this is that—that's the real middle finger, right there. Yeah, the box. Sometimes, sometimes it's smart enough to know, like, uh, like it doesn't support um, like skin color. Like you can send like a hand that's a specific skin color or a face that's a specific skin color and some things don't know it and so I don't know if it's Apple or the thing receiving it that's smart enough to like send the thing and then next to it the color so sometimes <laughs> it can like figure it out so maybe it'd be like a whole bunch of fingers down and then one up and I don't know who knows <laughs> or just like in parentheses middle finger I don't know just like the one I'm seeing here knows. is orange yeah and I'm yeah, and it's just a. I'm really surprised that they would bother to do this. Like, was that in high demand from their customers to do? I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Someone, yeah, did man. It. 
I wanted it. You wanted it? You just wanted to send people the middle finger? Yeah. So, like, when we were at PAX, um, the, the example of Android phones, uh, we were using uh, a group group MMS chat. And uh, so, I, Sevidus was asking where we're at. And uh, you can send your location. Well, for whatever reason, Android doesn't, doesn't translate that from Apple's way to send the location. And it just sends this card that's like a contact request card. Yeah, it's a, yeah, you have an Android phone. <clears throat> so, uh Sevidus kept like bitching at us because he didn't know where we were. And we had told him clearly where we were. I think he was trolling, honestly. So I just kept sending my location because I knew all he would get was this V card, which was he basically do anything with. a middle finger. And so if I just had the middle finger emoji, I could have saved myself a lot of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. It's great. Um, but uh, what you really want to talk about was the keynote, right? Yeah, I the mean, keynote. That- I mean, uh, the iPhone 6 uh, Plus S and the iPhone 6 S. And the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil and the Apple TV. Any I said about my um, said about my new phone when I did because I waited so long to buy an iPhone six, and now that I have the new one coming out in like a week, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to buy one. They have a the, I I I'm torn because I, they they upgraded the front facing camera again, which is the whole reason why I bought the iPhone six. Yeah, and also so they've added time. the. Uh, yeah, well, we're mainly for vlogs, really. Oh yeah, oh. Um, but yeah, FaceTime is a really convenient one too. But uh, also, they're adding the um, what's it called the the push the the hard push. Yeah, three D touch. Has. Yeah, this is stupid that they didn't mean three D touch because on my watch, it's called Force Touch. On yeah. my Mac, it's called Force Touch, and then they put it on the phone, three D touch. Don't call it Force Touch because it's not what it is. <laughs> I wonder why they did that. I am so excited about that feature because it's very similar to Quick Look on the Mac, which is like my favorite feature on Macintosh. It's the best where you just hit space and then whatever you you're, you were on opens. If it's an image, it just opens without, without yeah. needing to open a program. If it's a PDF, you view it. If it's a video, a sound, like whatever. And so the same thing is like, oh, there's a link. Oh, let me just, you know, 3D touch on it. And then it'll it'll pop up, um, and I you know I use that on my watch, and it it's pretty intuitive. I'm they've excited. doubled the processing speed too, right? Like and the on my six like S, way better. On my six S, sorry, on Wait, my iPhone six plus, it is a slow phone. Yeah, it is yeah. a super slow phone. I was really frustrated. I almost went to Android uh, this thing because it was just like. This is seriously the slowest phone I've used in a long time, and it crashes on stuff all the time. And I'm so happy that they've updated the processor and stuff. So, how do you feel about the uh, Apple Surface? The <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it is a slide away from where they used to be. In every simple like, they showed the the screen of like all the different iPads you can buy and you it's it's ridiculous it's absurd you get you can get the iPad 2 the iPad 3 the iPad Air 2 the iPad like there's like seven different iPads it's impossible to know the difference it is not the Apple like simple oh, I agree like iPad Pro, iPad Air 2, iPad Air, iPad Mini 4, iPad Mini 2. That's five different uh, different iPads. 
This yeah. is like the Nintendo DS. I have no idea what's going on with or Windows either. Pro Home Executive Level X Plus Windows versions. Like who well, knows? Those are pretty simple. I hate that shit. And there's not even that big of a difference between them. I know. Like, what's the difference between Pro and Ultimate? So like, like the iPad Pro, iPad like Air, and iPad Mini are different screen resolutions. But what's the but why do they have the iPad Air and iPad Air 2? Why do they have the Mini 2 and the Mini 4? I think that the only reason why they're doing those honestly, ooh, camera, uh, is for uh, price points. They want they want people to they want to be able to match all the different price points, but they can't lower the iPad Air 2 price down low enough um, to the right now. You know what I mean? I wish so that they would do menu. what they did with the iPhone, which they've kind of gotten rid of, which is the C. Like, mm-hmm. d- get rid of the iPad Air, make it the iPad Air 2C, mm-hmm. get rid of the iPad Mini 2, make it the iPad Mini 4C. Yeah. And then you it's only the have... It's the same thing. It's the same thing, but it's so much simpler to understand. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. It just frustrates me a lot. And the iPad Pro is exact... It's like... It's a surface. So similar to the surface. Except it's, it doesn't it have is desktop. It's the surface. It's the damn thing. <laughs> it doesn't have except desktop, it, though. What do you mean by that? It doesn't, it like, the surface. Oh, you said it you doesn't have, actually, like, a It could actually be a computer. The iPad right. is still just an iPad. Right. That's, I don't know why you would buy the app iPad Pro. I don't know why you'd buy the iPad Pro. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I would much prefer my surface to it. And I would prefer my iPad Air to that giant Pro. Like I don't. I would. I would prefer my Mac book to that even. Yeah. I mean, I really think that it's for like the fact that it has a pencil. Is it doesn't even come with the pencil though? No, the pencil costs an extra hundred hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's true of a stylus this for pencil. The, is it made out of gold and does it it's jerk you nice. off? It's nice. It's really nice. Okay. I mean, it has it has an acceler. It has like a whole bunch of stuff in it. Um, <laughs> it, can, it can do tilt. It can do pressure. It. Um, I thought I could do writes one poetry things. for you. <laughs> I mean, my older sister, who's an artist, is very excited about the pencil. Um, because before that it was only like if you wanted to write on something there was two options it was the surface which was a little bit like lower quality or wacom cintiq or wacom however you say it um wacom. uh no one knows um and everyone claims to know um uh and that is like three thousand dollars for just a monitor it doesn't even include the computer so to be able to buy a iPad Pro for starting at eight hundred bucks, and then the pencil for another hundred—that's nine hundred dollars for a professional artistic tool that is very competitively priced. Um, but yeah, with the keyboard and the size and the little connectors on the side, is is so the Surface, and the fact that you can have apps that are like two on the screen and. It's uh, and to be honest, I think the Surface has them beat. I think the Surface is more comp- compatible with more stuff. It's an actual computer. It has more peripheral options. Yeah. It's it above an and beyond USB. The it has its own stand. Mm-hmm. It's a better price. 
like a built-in stand, not this yep. extra thing you have to buy. It's built into the device. Yep. Keyboard's optional with it, um, which I guess is true with the iPad Pro. Right. Yeah. I no. really think the Surface is a way better option. And the Surface 4 is on the way, which the iPad Pro basically compares with the Surface 3 Pro, where the Surface 4 Pro is going to even will be way better. Yeah. So. I, I've considered getting a Surface because it is really everything you need. I sold Sevitus on a Surface at PAX, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was talking about a new laptop. I was like, just get a Surface, man. He played with mine for a while. He's like, okay, I'm getting a Surface. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing is, I have the iPad Mini 3, I think. Which And I'm still super happy with it. And I don't see upgrading. Yeah, I don't yeah no, I'm not going to change. I don't have a reason to get rid of my iPad that I have now yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I would ever get another iPad is because I need the teleprompt software. And if mm-hmm. some reason, the te- like, it gets so old <laughs> that I can't upgrade to iOS whatever in the teleprompt software I use with it. That's the <laughs> only thing I use my iPad for anymore. Hear that, Apple? Discontinue that uh, software and you got another customer. <laughs> exactly. Like the only thing that keeps getting me to buy new iPhones is the fact that the cameras keep upgrading uh, and I use it for recording quick video, you know, for YouTube. It, it's really become like just a camera for me more than anything yeah. else. So, yeah. When it comes to the phone, I, I just love having the, like, I'm really excited. I'm basically excited about everything in the uh, success uh, because I'm excited about the faster fingerprint recognition, the ca- both cameras, the faster processor, the force touch, 3D touch. Um, I'm excited about, like, basically everything yeah. in the phone. I'm, I'll probably I, buy the phone, too. What do you think about gonna... the stupid rose gold look? I don't like it at it all, but I don't care. freaking... Yeah. It's really ugly. It's so ugly. But okay. That wasn't meant for us. It was meant for someone no, else. No, no. It was meant for Aurelian. Yeah, uh, yep. I wish you love. I guarantee you. Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's so pink. Ooh. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, Aurelian. You know I love you. Uh, I guess uh, we've talked about Apple enough. Um, what are you, uh, Nebris, you want to talk about? Oh, I, we already talked about my thing. It was the, uh, the snapshots. Oh, hooray. Okay. Yeah, we're for we're good to go. Great. That's fantastic. Um, I like it when we talked about stuff already. I know. It's great. Uh, this episode of the Minecraft podcast is brought to you by Braintree. This is code for easy online payments. If you are building a mobile app and searching for a payment solution, definitely check out Braintree. Uh, with the V.0 SDK, it makes it really easy to get a whole bunch of different uh, payment types. You could start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, credit cards, and more. I mean, is there is there a, like even another way to pay? I don't even I don't even know if there is one, right? That's like they have a Venmo. Yeah, I, I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them. Uh, and that's just with all with Braintree. Braintree gives you very simple integration. You can be up and running in less than 10 minutes. And we have a super special deal f- for you. So you get your first $50,000 in transactions fee free if you go to braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. So learn more and get your first $50,000 in transactions fee free by going to braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack 
Uh, if you are looking for a payment solution, check out Braintree. Thanks so much, Braintree, for your support of the Mindcrack podcast. So let's move on to Ask Crack, where right. you guys sent in questions. Open that thing. So Koi July, Koi July? Boy, Julie, uh, says, every so often there are team UHCs. I'm wondering if you've ever been surprised by how well you and your teammates have worked together or how you felt when someone you or how you felt when you got someone you've teamed with before. For example, I was pleasantly surprised by team dyslexic. Who's that? Obviously you, Chad. Well, yeah, you, it was you me and Anders. Hmm. Um, I think what's always amazing is the fact that people don't realize that we spend so much time talking to each other that I think you can stick any of us together and it would work out just fine. Um, sometimes I'm a little bit scared uh, about getting team with certain people. Like um, I, I think one of the ones that I was scared about for a while there was Pack Brad, even though, you know, like, like now, for example, we play Gray and Skies together, but I was worried about, you know, how PG his channel is and stuff that I didn't want to like just totally screw his videos with all my cussing and stuff. Um, so. But I mean, other than that, I think we always, I think you could stick any of us together and it'd, it'd work out. I think a lot of times it'd be even unexpected. Like I, the, the team, I think it was me, Aurelian and Doc. No, it was me, MC Gamer and Doc. And I thought that one was just going to be crazy. And uh, it, it was pretty good. They they both played like shit though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk to how good of players they are, but it was, it was fun. They, they, you know. Well, it lasted. Yeah, I also think in the last few UACs, we've actually chosen teams. Mm. Yeah, like we do, we do uh, random teams, and then we also choose teams. And either way, it's basically been the same. I like the chosen teams because I don't know. It's like there's some anticipation, like you know who you're gonna play with, and like I kind of like you know run through things that I might say with my team or. Uh, you know, a few days before. You're scripted, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I write down my scripts. But like, I don't know, like if I know that I'm going to be playing with, you know, Seth, you know, I can I can just keep an eye out on his videos a little bit better and like throw jokes his way that I know that he's going to pick up on or something. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of nice. But yeah, I like either. The only, I guess the only downside to the uh, teams thing when we pick it ahead of time is what happened this last time where Arcus's internet went out and we didn't have a wild card we could throw in because we had planned teams. We Everyone had confirmed multiple times that they would be there. And yeah. uh, so it just it just threw a wild card in. And then a lot of people were like, why didn't you just, uh, you know, why was Bacon Donut and Wild there? They're not even Minecrackers. And meanwhile, you had um, Jay Sano and uh, MC Gamer alone. You could just put pause with him and it would have worked out which I had actually thought about while we were playing. And then I realized that as much as Paul's DC, it would have been the same exact thing. Yeah. Hitting yeah. The wild would have been there, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing. Yeah, Cause there. like, yeah, we had already figured, realized that pause was going to be on his own. So we added them ahead of time. Yeah. And then when they left, yeah. Is that Confer in the background? No, it's Penny. Penny. How many casts you have? There's two. Confer and Penny. Penelope nice. actually, but we call her Penny. Oh. You said, geez, you have two cats too. You have so many cats. We need an <laughs> intervention. Cat See, my cats don't walk around in the background, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your cats are more professional. <laughs> no, just um, yeah, I don't know. And then in terms of like teams that have surprised me, I, I that was my first time really talking with Anderzel. 
You know, it's funny. In his recording, he was like, out of all the people I don't want to be teamed with, I don't want to be teamed with Chad. And then he like comes <laughs> around the corner and I'm there. He's like, oh, let's team Chad. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was... That's, that's really funny. Yeah. Are you like really low on health at the moment or something? No, I think it... I think he just didn't... He doesn't see me as like a very PvP-centric player. Or like he thinks a, you suck. Yeah, I also hadn't played a ton of UHCs. <laughs> like, I what? I'm not going to take it personally if he thinks I suck. Like, I, I suck at some well, stuff. According to the ficus, you're you're pretty good. Or at least yeah. Apparently, yeah. I like how you're calling it the ficus now. The ficus. That, that's your fault. It's the ficus. It's the ficus. Is that a plant? That's it's yeah. A plant. Yeah. It's no, the we plant. were talking about your cat's sister for Confer. Ficus. Ficus. Yeah. Oh, it's right. the plant. And your next cast plant determines how many points we get. You got to get the right. points. Right. They all hail the ficus. The ficus. Anyway, no, it's the uh, the system of um, knowing who has the most like points based off of health. It, it, potions. It's the way Reddit came up with um, ranking our performances. Oh, In other I, words, it's on Reddit. So that's why I have no idea about it. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Nevers takes it super duper seriously. Whereas I, you know, I'm completely. Would, yeah, right. Never. When we were playing the game, you were like, give me all the potions before the end of the episode so I can have them <laughs> I all in my inventory. I don't, I don't think that played out exactly like you think it did. I think you're probably imagining stuff. The stress was getting to you, man. Yeah. Yeah. We all do crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> I do like when I saw Nevers that last season. It's like, I think I said verbatim. Oh, good. I'm team with the Nevers. Now I can win. Uh, uh, we we probably should even... try to balance the teams a little more. Because well, the same people keep winning. But didn't we? Well, didn't, I thought this last... That's what we did. Yeah, we did. We that's. I specifically wanted to not be on Vex's team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we got we split up Vex, BTC, and Nebs. Look what happened. <laughs> you, you lost your win streak. Hmm? You lost your win streak. Somebody you saying that you single-handedly won for your team Vex? Nah, nah. What? Actually, you, you, Mister Good, uh, were about to whoop my ass in that final confrontation. You were just juggling me, and I didn't know it until way after the UHC when I actually saw Seth's perspective. He shot me in the back with an arrow and pushed me into you so that you could juggle me. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, like I'm really, just like uh, I, I missed my swing on you when you came to place that lava. And if I had if I had hit you, my dogs would have murdered your face. No, I was ready to end a pearl out of there. I had that on my bar ready to go because I knew what I was doing. I mean, they still would have chased you. Like they would dangerous. It was like twenty dogs. They still would have. Do you think that was a good strategy, the dogs? So it wasn't a bad strategy. I mean, it, it, uh, it, I, you know, I didn't know that they did the the um, the collision because the last time I had a big dog pack like that, there wasn't player collision with them anymore. So I didn't actually know about the player collision until it started happening. Um, so it did it did affect uh, us going after Paws' team, but um, at the same time, the dogs won that fight without us having to really even attack. Um, so it wasn't a bad strategy, right? Yeah. And the cool thing was like, but they did they, kill Shree. Yeah, yeah. But Shree didn't have to hit them. That was that was his own fault. Um, I mean, that's it. All comes down to the player. This right? is like a UHC recap podcast. I just, I mean, yeah. It's not too bad. 
but you know, like I didn't realize that the dogs, uh, like for, like basically Wild and Bacon had effectively gotten away. Um, and the dogs become pointer dogs once they're mad. They will yeah. continue to put their face at directly wherever that person is. I didn't even know that. Um, so they awesome. let us let us do them. You know, that was pretty cool. Yeah. You think one dog would be good to have? Yeah, for that. I think I think any number of dogs is good, uh, especially in the current versions of the game because they don't they don't have any player collision. Now they've added player collision back. Though I wonder if they've added the collision. I wonder if dogs do that again because that that was a little bit frustrating in a cave with a dog, <laughs> especially twenty dogs. It was it was a bit bit bad. Like you couldn't go any like you go down a one thing corridor and you turn around to go back and you're not you're not going back. It's impossible. The dogs are pushing this way. They want to go that way. You want to go that way. That's it. It's game over. Um, so that was a little frustrating. But Couldn't you uh, have set them down and then the moment you got hit, they all stand up and teleport to you? No. No, once they're seated, them? they're seated. Uh, mm. So why does your camera keep doing that? I don't that? know. I don't know. But so if I raise my hands up to the roof, it fixes. <laughs> raise the roof. Um, yeah. So moving on, what is the biggest oh crap moment, Ben, when you knew you shouldn't have done or said something right after you did it from crack fan. And I can't remember if I've told the story of the chair, (gasps) the chair. I cannot remember if I told, if I've told that story or not on the podcast. I think you have, but I've heard the story and I don't know where I heard it. So maybe it wasn't the podcast. Someone else have an Oh crap moment that they could talk about. And I was going to, Think of another one I want to forget. Because I told the one on the panel <clears throat> about a shooting in L.A. Uh, where, where he killed a man. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, a camera shooting. Not, And then <laughs> <clears throat> there had to have been another one. Anyway, anyone else have anything? Nothing's coming I to mind. It was probably about. something, but. I mean, I've been in car accidents. Really? No, nothing serious, but it's still an oh crap moment. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've wrecked every car I've ever owned. <laughs> and it was your fault. Me? Oh, yeah. Just about <laughs> all of them. The big, the biggest wreck actually wasn't my fault. I was on my way to work, and it was uh, I was in a Mercury Tracer. It's my dad's car, and I'm driving along, and this 18-wheeler, I'm going down a hill. I'm starting to come up the hill. This 18-wheeler pulls out. It's a two, it's a four-lane road, so two lanes of traffic. It goes center turn lane, and then two more lanes of traffic. Um, AC Wheeler pulls out and there wasn't, I tried to stop and I like skid right. And I, uh, my, my, my hood ends up underneath like the bed of the, the truck and like my windshield breaks and like kind of falls down, like rolls down. And like right here was the 18 wheeler. I could like, wow. Oh God. And, uh, that was pretty old crap, I guess. Like I was so shaken up. I got out of my car and he got out too. And all I could, I couldn't remember my home number. I could only remember my work number. So I called work and asked them for my home number so I could call home and like get my mom to come and get my car. I was only like 16 or 17. How many wrecks uh, have you been in? Uh, I don't trust lot. driving with you. Count. I don't, I'm not going to drive. You are not really, driving. I'm a, much, I'm a much better driver now, but that doesn't say a lot. Um, <laughs> I am not letting you drive ever. For together, uh, I was coming home from third shift one time, and I almost totaled my '99 uh, Beetle. Um, I uh, I think I think I fell asleep at the wheel. I don't really know what happened in between the moment I fell to stop and when I rear-ended this girl on her way to school. 
Um, and that was right in front of a church. And I walked inside the church and there was a, the, got the pastor to call the police. Then it was like back before cell phones, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the 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 the, the eighteen wheeler guy had a, this big giant cell phone. I used it to call my work. Um, let's see. Is it uh, weird? I, like I, right now, I kind of want a new car, but I've I know that it's like the worst thing money can like buying a new car. All it does is degrade in value. Yeah. Right? So I kind of don't want to buy a new car because I know that it's just throwing away money. And I have a car that works. So yeah. Like, like, and part of me LA, hopes. Huh? Like you don't want a nice car in L.A. in my no, opinion. Like there's no. too many cars around no. to ding it and shit. Like I think you The problem is, is my car is getting to that point where everything's starting to break. Like the A.C. is is intermittently like just stop working. And that's one of the hardest things to take into a car shop and be like, the AC sometimes doesn't work. And they're like, well, here's $2,000 later. We don't know if we fixed it. Cause you can't even tell us how it breaks. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I need to change the timing bell. I'll need to change the clutch soon. Like there's all these miles. Is your car have? over a hundred thousand? Like Crystal's uh, rabbits just about hit 200,000 and it's never broken down. Never had any problems ever. She had a deer yeah. once a little tiny deer, but other than that, it's like, yeah, well, it's like, I'm like right at that point where like, I'm going to have to spend like 3000, I think to like totally make it back to, to good. Mm-hmm. And why so, don't you just trade in and get a used car then? No, that I would, I only buy used cars. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, that's kind of like, I'm either thinking that or I kind of hope that someone like hits my car and I'm fine and it's their <laughs> fault, and then I get the insurance money, and I can just buy a new car. Mm-hmm. Like, a part of me is, like, really hoping that someone to, like, causes an accident to happen. Put yourself in situations <laughs> where that's more likely to happen. Yeah. Not my fault. Just break check a thousand people. Like, Right. You just keep waiting. Just keep waiting. Yeah. I imagine you're pretty big into a wreck in L.A. Huh? Yeah. I said it might be pretty easy to get into yeah, a wreck in L.A. Yeah, I imagine that, too. It's just like this weird life. thing I want to do, like, or I don't want yeah. to do, but like, it's in the back of my mind, like, God, it would make a life so much easier if I was in a <laughs> catastrophe, like a catastrophic accident where I was fine, car gets total, I could just buy a new car. No problem. <laughs> well, like- if you're going to do the brake check scam, what you got to do is you got to find a dead squirrel on the side of the road, put it in a baggie, do the brake check thing, and when they hit your car, take the dead squirrel out of the baggie and throw it under your car. So it's it not a bad idea, but you have to keep a fresh supply of dead squirrels because de- decomposition rates pretty oh, fast. This, this is true. Um, maybe if you had like keep a... Keep it on nice dry squirrel. ice. Yeah. yeah. Dry ice. Go kill a squirrel and then immediately put it on dry ice. I'm sure they wouldn't or notice the dry ice fumes <laughs> coming off of the dead squirrel when you throw it on your car. This is so cold. I think he froze to death. He, he was really, he was scold. He was he's scared, chilled, scared, cold. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't, I still can't think of another screw up moment, so I'll quickly tell my chair story. I was working for an AV company that uh, installed theater systems in like super ridiculous homes, like millions of dollars in these homes and we had just had the chairs delivered for their theater and these chairs like each chair is like five thousand dollars like super nice soft leather 
reclining. They have in them? Like, why are they? They're they're like the highest quality leather. They've been like tanned by a professional, made by hand to fit into this guy's theater. Cup holders and reclining action, and like it's like these are the top premium chairs. We get them in. They're in boxes, and I've been tasked to open the chairs up, and so I take my box cutter. Oh, and God. I cut the box open, open it up, and realize that I have cut the armrest of the chair right on the corner. And it's worse than like I originally thought because it's where the leather is folded. Like it folds a few times to it's like right on that edge. So it folds. And so it's not just a simple like stick that stuff together and like cover it or whatever. And so, like, I cut down and I noticed that I've screwed up this chair and, like, my stomach just drops. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I go over to the tech who is uh, with me at the time. I was like, ah, I just screwed up. Like, I just screwed up so much. And so we go over and we look at it. and And I hated this job. I hated this job so much. My aunt owned a portion of the company. And so... Everyone thought, and I, it was a summer job for me. And this is a construction job. Like all of this is like going up in rafters and running wires and working in construction. And so like, imagine me on a construction site with like in boots and like mud everywhere and big equipment. Right. Got one I, of those yellow hard hats on. Yes. Yes. And so, nice. right. And I have, I had, uh, they had uh, a shirt for the company of course, anyone who's worked there has been no less than an extra large. So I'm wearing this extra large company shirt that's like flopping off of me. And I'm in, oh, construction, Chad, you know. <laughs> and I so and everyone knows that my aunt is it's a small company. So everyone knows my aunt owns part of the company and that I'm I'm just the kid that has the summer job where everyone else is an actual professional. So I F up this chair. And I'm like, I screwed, I screwed up the chair. I'm so sorry. And the guy goes, well, you better call your aunt. <laughs> and it was like, it was like the biggest, like, like throw the shit in your face, like moment. Um, and so my aunt comes out by my, uh, the, the other owner of the company. They're like, oh my gosh. And then the tenant, the not tenant, but the client comes to the house and then it's like, we got to hide this chair. We got to like throw something over the corner of this chair and make sure that the client doesn't know. Like, oh my gosh. And then there was like this, like they had to figure out how to get, there's a leather um, uh, leather repairman and they had to get the leather repairman in without the client knowing. So it was like literally like a black ops operation of like, Okay, he the, probably won't be there between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. So that's when the leather repairman comes. Leather repairman comes. He fixes up the chair. It actually looks pretty great. He does a great job repairing it. Everything is fine. But I definitely caused like $300, $400 plus damage that the leather repairman cost to this like immaculate chair. Fast forward two years. Uh, they're, they uh, are going, they're doing a walk through the house. This is after it's been constructed. And the client has these dogs. And apparently in the time in between, dogs have taken to this chair and just chewed up 
all of them, especially <laughs> that area. Like she looked directly for that area. My aunt and was like, doesn't matter anymore. Like these dogs totally screwed up the chair. So it didn't matter in the end anyway. <laughs> so uh, that's my screw up story. I have a screw up story. Yeah. <laughs> it, it involves a uh, crossbow. Well, this is going to get interesting. Yeah. All right. So I'm all right. So I'm 15, I think. Maybe I used 14. to have this younger brother. Yeah. No, I'm an only child. So I'm, I'm 15 and yeah. I get a, I get myself a crossbow pistol. Yes. Have you guys seen crossbow pistols? You know, in the movies. Right, yeah. So, so this thing, it's a, it's a crossbow pistol and it's got this little metal cocking lever that you pull back and it pulls back the string and you can put the bolt in there and then you shoot it. So I'm not so bright, I guess. And I think I go outside to test it being responsible with it. And I aim it like a tree or something like, you know, 20 feet away. And so I pull back the metal cocking lever, put the bolt in and I shoot it. And the bolt goes like 10 feet. It just farts it, farts it on out. They, and I'm like, wow, this thing sucks. It's like a toy. It doesn't, it hardly went any far. So I tried a few more times, same result. The damn thing shoots 10 feet. I got ripped off. I paid like, I don't know, 50 bucks for it or whatever. And it's a piece of shit. So fast forward a few hours, I'm inside the house. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at this thing and I'm like, you know what? Every single time I've pulled that metal cocking lever back. And I have like a light bulb moment. I'm like, oh, the string is pulling these hooks of the cocking lever forward. So the, the crossbow, when you're shooting it, it's actually pulling the cocking lever forward with it. So I'm in my study and I aim the crossbow down the hallway. And I'm like, maybe, maybe instead of 10 feet, it'll shoot like 15 or 20 feet if I do this. So I pull the cocking lever back, cock the string back, push the cocking lever forward, clearing the string to come forward with no obstruction put a bolt in it, shoot it down the hallway. Flack! <laughs> Damn bolt takes off, embeds itself into the to the feathers in the uh, wall down the hallway. <laughs> and Wait, I'm home alone. And uh, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. I just fucked up. I fucked up. That oh god. That is not fixable. Not fixable. Stuck in the wall. I cannot mud up sheetrock and repaint it. <laughs> Before my parents come home, so I, I just want to rewind for a second. There are feathers in your walls. No, oh, in the in the bolt. In the bolt. Oh, oh. So, yeah, okay. it embeds all the way in. Yes. So I go pull it out the wall, and there's like a hole in the wall, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna keep quiet. Maybe nobody notices. So my mom gets home, and uh, everything's fine. And then she's like, Vex. Well, she doesn't say Vex. She says, yeah, I imagine. Vex! Yeah. Get out here. What is Vex, YT. Uh, why is there a hole in the wall? What did you do? So I explain it. She actually finds it pretty funny, and thankfully I don't get in too much trouble. I also so, can't yeah, believe that she just allowed you to have a weapon that could shoot that powerfully. I had a shotgun when I was like eight. Yeah, see, that's yeah. not a good idea. From, in my, Vex reminded me of two screw-up moments, actually, by his story. I, I shot myself in the foot one time with a BB. <laughs> I, was, I would carry the... It's really dumb. I'd carry the, the nozzle on my foot as I walked around. Yeah. And I would like, Why would you do that? 
Well, You're I right, would load it. I would actually load it, but not with a BB. I would pull the thing back, you know, and I would pull the pop the BB out, or I would make sure I didn't actually get one. Push it back up, pump it a few times, and shoot the air into my chute. Um, because you know it's just an air rifle. Because you know why so not? Yeah, so I was doing that. I've been do- I've done this for a long time, and then at one point, apparently, I had a I accidentally allowed a BB to go in it, and it's weird because I shot myself in the foot just like a, just like nothing, and I kept going, and I didn't even realize I had shot my. It did not hurt. And I get, I, I, I did what I was walking home. I was walking from my grandma's house back home. So I go inside, take my shoe off, and my sock is soaked. It's just blood. And I'm like, you know what yeah, the fuck? And and so it I pull, fucking hits you. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, holy Ow! fuck. Yeah. So I pull my, uh, pull my sock off, and I got a BB embedded in, like, not my big toe, but the toe right beside your big toe. And uh, it's just, like, still there in, in the toe. And uh, I'm flipping the fuck out, and so my dad comes out, and he's like, "You gotta, you gotta take this out." This is also the first time I had alcohol. He's like, "Drink this." And so <laughs> <laughs> I drink that, and it was like, "Oh, this is terrible." And he's like, "There were like tweezers," and he finally gets the BB out. The <gasps> other one was when I almost burned down a friend's house. We had been playing with aerosol cans and lighters uh, for days, as you do, as you do. Uh, this was in Texas, and uh, him and his mom and, le- mom and left to go somewhere. So I was in their house all alone. I was just running around spraying the walls, like spraying like my name, like spray Jason and light it. It it's would burn not really quick and like go out. Your house, <laughs> just you know, as you do. You spray I the would, walls you would not be invited back if you were my children's friend. So uh, as I'm doing, you know, going down the wall spraying, and I spray the blinds one time and light it. Well, fucking, I have you know, Venetian blinds cannot withstand any amount of fire. They right up, right up, um, burn well, up. They also like, probably I'm, had like dust all over them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That fucking thing ignited. It was the most combustible thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I burned up the blind, right? And um, <clears throat> we already we were terrible kids. We already knew that all the houses near nearby didn't have anyone in them because we had been like going around the houses and like looking in the windows and shit. So I go down to all the houses and I find a house that has the same blinds. I break in. Is the house is all for sale? I break in one of the steal the blinds. I steal the blinds, put up new blinds in their house, and I take down the burnt blinds and I hide them. My friend's name was Ricky. I hide them under his mattress. That's where I fucked up. Like a why don't you just like leave the house? Put them in the old house. In the other house, that would have been smart, right? See, my plan was not thought out correctly. I hide the burnt blinds under Ricky's bed. Like <laughs> later, his mom finds the burnt blinds, and all the story finally comes together, and I get in a lot of trouble. But yeah, yeah. See, this is this is like a classic, like, like you know, the the perpetrator didn't, I don't know, like, didn't leave the scene of the crime. Like, if, oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, so those are my two black fucked up moments that I, that came to mind when Rex was talking about. That's funny. Good. good, good, good. Always treat every gun as if it's always loaded. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I was. It was loaded with air. You made it a habit of muzzle sweeping your foot. And <laughs> GG. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left, so either we could try to quickly do these next questions or just skip them. Yeah, go ahead, do them real quick. Let's, uh, Vex is yours. Okay. Nipples. Yep. Uh, uh, true. Yes, I have two. True. My answer is okay. What's the question? Are you in the dock? Oh. No. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm Vex. How, uh, how guys, in a former life, I ran a computer help desk 
troubleshooting people's that's problems. That's not what that Vex sounds me. like. I'll just that's like to me Vex. wonder two things. That's First, how many do. of you would consider yourselves computer people? Second, we often hear about technical problems compacting your work. Did you just solve the problems? Uh, yeah, I built my own computer, uh, my gaming computer for YouTube. Specifically, no, the question. So yeah. The, yeah, the first part are was: you Are you computer people? people? Second I, part is: yes, When you have computer people, and when you yes, have issues, do you do them yourself, or do you have a like person you? <laughs> excuse me, or is there a person you ask, or is there uh, like a forums you go to? We often have. No. The, anytime we have a problem, or at least me, I don't know. Chad's, I've seen Chad and other people do it, like Kurt too. We've mentioned it in our Skype, like, hey, what, what the fuck is this and why? Yeah. But yeah. 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 I think a I, lot I, of us are computer people because it's just the nature of YouTube people. Like, we're, we're probably the type of people that our families come to to ask us shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. about computers. I mean, that the, happens the, to me the, all the time. going ahead and like posting videos online is kind of a technical step. There's kind of a curve there that you have to have been a little bit of a computer person to figure out how to record your screen, edit it and code it in the right program, the format and publish it on YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, I, yeah, I, uh, most of the time I think we fix it ourselves and then we go to Skype or friends. If that doesn't work out. You guys know about my graphics card situation, right? No. Mm. So uh, a couple of years ago, I took my uh, two $450 graphics cards. I, I moved with them and I left them in the computer as I moved. So every time we went over a bump, they wiggled. Oh no. And crack your uh, motherboard. I cracked both of the connections oh. of GPUs to the motherboard. So it's the two GPUs that are broken. Hmm. But if I have my computer upside down, <laughs> so I have an upside down computer. Like, wow. That's a, that's amazing. That's a, yeah. that's a, yeah. Wow. That short is just fine. Yeah. How, long, how long does that computer, what's its uh, time to live? Like another year or two? Um, well, I actually think the computer is good for another two or three years. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't feel the need to replace them that often. Um, but the, I'm really looking to, to getting a new graphics card. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I bet. You know, I'll just turn it upside down. It'll be fine. I'll fix well, that's what I've been doing for the last two years. Dude. Yeah, whenever you move a computer, you need to take out those heavy cards. Or uh, they even make um, some cases either come with like holders, or you could buy foam or whatever and fit it in there. Yeah. Uh, next question. This was for Nebros. A lot of big name vloggers on YouTube have released books in the past year. Are you or any of you planning on releasing a book? Also. How do you feel about the vloggers releasing an autobiography when they're like in their early twenties? And that I've was been writing just- all my shit into a document, but I'm not necessarily making a book. But it's just mainly from like my daughter and people like that. Yeah, I'd like to do Good's memoirs. Mostly because I like reading other people's biographies. Like it like the problem is I can't type, so... The thing is, our series are pretty much that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, whenever this guy asks, how do we feel about someone in their 20s doing that? Well, obviously, their their life has been interesting enough for hundreds of thousands of people to tune in and, and listen to it. So there's obviously some need for... There's yeah. a demand for that supply. I also feel like there was a publisher that tested it out on one of these people, and it sold really well. And then they were like, holy crap. Who can we give? Yeah, who can we give ghostwriters to, 
And this, you like, I've seen it for most of the big ones, uh, like uh, Tyler Oakley, um, Shane Dawson, Joey Graceffa, like both, most of the big YouTubers. And I'm positive that I need to look, but I'm positive that they're all under the same publisher. They all have the same, like, they're all using ghostwriters. Like, just one publisher realized, holy crap, can we turn a profit by hitting these people up? Yeah, they found a market and cornered yeah. it right away. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, that's I'm positive that's why it's happening. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I, I, I'd love to do that. Because I also feel like, A, because I like listening to other people's, and the journey that it takes that you take to get to a place is never simple. It's always super complicated and it's so interesting to hear that story. And I hope that like, I know goods, I know most of Good's story and it's like super interesting. And I think that should be shared, you know? Yeah. Good. I'd read your book. Mm. Yeah. Keyword well. press is the person who makes all of these. They have, um, Shay, uh, Shay Carl, uh, I Justine, Jory Graceffa, Connor Franta, uh, Shane Dawson, Zoe, Zoe, someone, Zoe Sug, Sug, I don't know that person, and Daniel Day Hash, Lewis, Daniel Hash Emoto. I always feel weird when I don't know YouTubers. There's too many. Yeah, yeah. Their fan base is going to get so mad at you. I know. You I always feel horrible. With, and I'm sure that they're gigantic. Like, this is just a humongous. Don't feel bad, dude. There's so many people I don't know, and they're bigger channels than me. It's just, there's so many YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Zoe Sug has 9 million, <laughs> 9 million uh, subs. Didn't know who that was at all. This is the first time I've ever heard of them. And Daniel. Hashimoto has what? That's 1,000 subs. Action movie kid, here we are. Uh, 388,000 subs. What? Was that not enough for you? I was less than I expected. Oh, I'm pretty convinced that I only have about 30,000 subs. Honestly, like I have a number that says like 450,000. Yeah. But I can't produce any videos that's going to get that number of views. So yeah. as far as we, I'm we all have a I ton have, of dead subs. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I have 20 to 30,000 subscribers. Hmm. Do you think <clears throat> like. I think there's a difference between number of subs and uh, I wish I did in the podcast because it's too long. But uh, I think there's a difference between number of subs and. uh Active viewers. Well, no, I'm thinking of of potential to like make stuff happen. Like, and and like I'm I'm not saying this because I'm a I. This is just a way larger topic. We should probably just end the podcast. Um, <laughs> end it on that. End it on that. I don't know Talk because like I could I could seriously go on forever talking about this, but but basically just like um uh like I no I, a I'm not jealous of like any youtuber it's stupid to be jealous like actually jealous like i could be envious of what someone has but being jealous of their sub number or whatever is just 
wasted time. Um, uh, anyway, like, I feel like I, I think it's traction. Like, I feel like you good have more traction when it comes to like getting business stuff done, getting, uh, like the organization to move in a certain way. See, I don't, I don't agree. I mean, like when it came to like E3, for instance, um, I had a list of things that we wanted to do and I referred to other people like you for a lot of those things to make them happen. Um, but let's talk about like the, like getting a deal done. Like I cannot, like I, I try to talk to people and I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of a big YouTuber. I have one of those hundred thousand sub plaques. I, you know, I make content with people watch. They're like, Oh, cool. You know what? I think that it depends on the situation too, though. Like, uh, like it packs or something, uh, I just like an old man. So they see this guy that yeah. looks super old and they're just like, Oh, you know, he's not, he's a young gamer guy. He's, uh, he's in the industry that might actually yeah. result in some kind of press or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, I think it's, and plus maybe I've just spent more time business wise talking to people, um, you know, from my previous things before YouTube. So I just know how to, what they're looking for when it comes to some of those things. But I don't think that has anything to do with the number of subscribers I have. Or right. Twitter fault right. I have. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't matter if you only feel like you have thirty thousand active subscribers. Yeah, you just eat something. Yeah, eat some I ice. ice. Sorry, uh, but well, another <laughs> example was whenever I first met you at PlayOnCon, I could recognize that you were someone that was ambitious and and knew what you were talking about in the industry. And I didn't care how many subscribers you had at all. Um, yeah. and that's kind of how I've always treated everyone in this in this in the sphere of things. And that's probably detrimental because you'd be it'd be way more successful if I just used people and jumped from higher subscriber people to the next higher subscriber people, collaborated with them, did some CTM maps with them or something, and then dropped them and moved on to maybe another friend of theirs I met that had even more subscribers. And yeah. until I, I worked through all of them and had enough p- people promoting me from all these different channels because I've used people with more subscribers to get to the top. But uh, that's so fun. Yeah, I agree. Anyways. We can, we got there, there we, we go. I'm glad that was fast because I was worried that was going to take four freaking ever to talk about that. Uh, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Thank you so much, Nebris, for being here. Where, can, where can people Yay. find you? I don't know. Um, Plug us a thing. People can find me because I'm busy getting behind them so I could launch a snake attack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks so much, Vex, for being on the podcast. Hi. Yes. You're welcome. Thank and you. if I sounded my voice sounded scratchy, it's I got a bug. I'm not sore throat to sore, but I tried to tough it out and just suck it up and deal with it. Do the Thanks podcast. for being on the podcast. You're, you're stuck through like a, a true like UFC champion. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can at youtube.com/slash Minecraft Network or on iTunes. Just search for the Minecraft Podcast. Uh, if you don't want to remember any of that, just remember one thing: Minecraftlp.com/slash podcast. Or you that, could just Google Minecraft. I mean, that'll work, right? You could do that too. I didn't just mess up your no pitch, did I? Oh gosh, because I was I was like really trying to not say anything while you were doing the um the sponsors stuff. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to yell out nipples while you were right in the middle of talking about Braintree. Yeah, that would have been bad. Braintree, right? That, I'm glad that you s- held back on that. Oh, it's your nipples. Yeah, nipples. yeah, nipples. Yeah. <clears throat> if you want to suggest questions for us, some of the ones we read on the podcast this episode uh they were all submitted through mindcracklp.com slash podcast there there's a form you fill that out send it to us 
and we make it super simple. You can also subscribe. There's links there. That about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. See you next time. Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Just for the confused fans, we were referencing some fan art that uh, our artist named Six Alona drew. And it's got, uh, what was it, Good in bed with who? <laughs> in the podcast. That was like, at the, it was like an hour ago. Right here. Oh, I forgot. All right, podcast is over. Bye. Yes.